Hey everybody, Larry Lawton here for a great another video with Gary Massey, the BOP uh, guard who's with me. You're all going to get to know him. He's going to be our BOP expert because if somebody doesn't know the prison like Gary from that side of the view, uh, I don't know who does. He was in uh, he was in corrections for 18 years and he was also in the union and he was the union president of Jessup too as well. All right, everybody. Gary Massey. Welcome back, Gary. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, last video, we just heard a little bit about you, Gary, and we want to keep on that uh, uh, thing. We're going to talk about your incarceration. You went to prison for how long? A year. You went for a year for smuggling contraband into a federal institution. No, no, That's no. really what it is, taking yeah. a bribe or whatever you yeah. want to do. Uh, let me ask you, you know, I, I know we touched on it in the, the prior video. I've never seen somebody go to prison for doing what you did. Do you think there was something there? I think that they did want to make an example out of me because I was a union uh, official at the time. I, if I had to do it again, I wouldn't join. You wouldn't be. You joined the union. I would probably join it, but I don't really even believe in it. That's probably part of some of the reason that the BOP is messed up. The union protects weak people at times, and at times some of them need to be gone. And, yeah, uh, well, that I always say. Unions yeah, are good, but they also need to be clean yeah, their own house. They definitely went hard on me on that. I don't think any up until then. I'm not aware of anybody getting prison time for it. There have been since then. Yeah, but I, I you know, I was trying to do some research on it, mm -hmm. and I have not seen anybody who went away, unless it's something egregious, you know, yeah. really egregious. I'm not talking about, especially I'm talking about contraband, bringing in cigarettes. Uh, that's not like, you know, the biggest crime in the world, you know. I mean, no. people in, in, in it's a legal substance on the outside. Yes, it's illegal. It's illegal entry. inside. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And doing what it is. So when you went to prison, Gary, you got cuffed up. Yep. Right? You were sentenced. The judge slaps the gavel and says, you got 364 days, I assume. Oh, uh, yeah, something like that. Right. I, mean, yeah. I don't remember how he worded it. Right, but it's it's a year. Yeah, Under it a wasn't year. a year and a day. Right, okay, it was a year. So you got a year in prison, and now you go home. Right. Your family is stunned. Are you shocked? Did you expect that year? No, we. They were trying to give me three to five years, and they were trying to get you for three to five years. Yeah, for smuggling cigarettes into a prison. Yes, yes. Holy shit! So, um, yeah. So it wasn't like I was dancing a jig that I got a year in prison, but I wasn't getting five years, and I didn't get took into custody immediately, which I was prepared for. I know how the whole thing works. So it was. It wasn't like they were in shock. It. Reality didn't even hit in so much until probably after I surrendered. When okay, so you go. What prison did you go to? Big Sandy, uh, the camp. In the Kentucky. camp. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad it was a camp. Obviously. Me too. Yeah, of course. But that's good. You go to the camp. I don't care what prison you're in. Prison is prison, Prison's and you prison. could say your that freedom's shut down. Your freedom is shut down. You can't see your family. You can't get laid. You can't do things. It, yeah. it, it is what it is. It's prison. Don't anybody kid you. Oh, they're a country club. There's no such thing. That's all bullshit. Yeah. I tell people that all the time. No, it's not. You know, you, prison is being confined, tell, to being told what to do, when to do it, whatnot. Right. So you go check into this prison. Right. Well, my family dropped me off in the morning. I had on, I had till two or something to turn myself in, but we had spent the night in Inez in a hotel. And my sister... Inez is where, where Big yeah, Sandy is. That's it's where the... the it, it's really not even in Inez. It's more like way out, but... Well, they all are, but that's address. just like Jessup. Where, yeah. where, I don't know how that is. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> it, uh, we go the night before and stuff, and uh, 
I was allowed to check in. Well, so, no, to be honest, what, did you have nerves? Did you no, know, nothing like that? You didn't feel no, anxious just, or no. you just want to get it over with? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, how was your wife and daughter? She, my wife. Who found a, you for me? Yeah, <laughs> my wife was a trooper. Uh, she uh, she held it down the whole time I was gone. We've been married uh, thirty one years. Good actually. for you. Congratulations. Yeah, it's it's because of her, not me. I'm uh, sure was, it's always that way. When I was, I was guy. a different guy. I mean, I was so arrogant back then. Even with the union, I was very arrogant. And uh, well, I didn't see that in you. I was not, not towards not you guys. The, yeah, no, not towards us. Like yeah. toward the administration, I was. I was. I was a little nasty. Okay. Break. Well, that might have helped to get towards you, you them. Know, them. No, so, not towards y'all. No, no, you never were. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, now, no, let's no. get back to your incarceration. So you you get there the day before, yeah. you're getting ready to yeah. go in. So they dropped me off that morning. I wanted them to go early. I didn't want them to be driving off. It was 750 miles from home. Uh, is there a reason they kept you so far from home? They're not. If you're some kind of law enforcement or whatnot, they're not supposed to put you in your own region because you'll have connections, which I would have had a lot of prison connection so not to look like it's improper they'll send you out of your region i did not expect to go 750 miles there's a lot of camps that were a lot closer than <laughs> in that between I, 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 absolutely uh, out of the region oh sure absolutely. so yeah so they dropped me off and i was ready to get it done it was it was a hard night my daughters were crying and stuff mm. and so that morning i 7 a.m i reported they're hugging me it's starting to snow which i've never seen snow before because i'm from florida originally and not much snow, and then uh, I was like, "It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right." And they were crying, and, you know. And that's tough. Yeah, it was that's tough, tough, man. And that's got to rip your heart out. So man. I'm watching them when they leave, and they got around the corner. I was like, oh, "It's not going to be all right." That's what I told myself. And I was like, "All right, put on your big boy pants and go. On, you're on the clock now. Don't do anything that's going to make them keep you here." Which was put to the test later. That right. Day. I was just going to say. So they bring you in in shackles. I. Not in shackles going in through the prison, they shackle me. Once I turn myself into the administrative building, they, uh, of course, they cuffed me and took me into the prison and took me to R&D to process. And how was R&D? Was it the regular one I go through or is it the one, did they give you a little hard time? Did anybody talk to you nasty? Did they say, who the fuck are you? You're a guard. You know, you, you made us look bad or any assholes in there like that? Not so much in R&D as much. Then after, some of the lieutenants made some little comments. After I left R&D, there was an incident. But no, actually, one of the nurses there was really nice and kind. Um, they, you know, I stayed in there all day long. They didn't let me out till 2.30, which is abnormal. Normally, it should take 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah, but we know I've been in there for... You know, you had to yeah. do the whole thing, sit on the chair, bend yeah. over, cough, all that cough, crap. Cough, show your balls, lift your ass. No special shit. treatment at all. If anything, worse treatment. So, so when you get there, now they give you your bedroll. Yeah. And they said, you, here's the unit you're going to. You got to head to the unit. Now, they said they're going to have the town driver. There's a town driver at camps. They run um, people to the bus stop and back or anything that needs in town, the driver will go get. It's a camper. He's a minimum security. And they said, we'll have the camper pick you up because the camp sits on a hill over the top of Big Sandy. Oh, so you had to actually check into the penitentiary. I did. I was in the penitentiary. Oh, boy, you're yeah. lucky anyway. Yeah, it's so well, much nicer. Well, yeah, I, was, I knew, I knew, I knew not to do anything. Right. Make any moves at all. No, no it's a different animal. You know that. So, There's a murderers yeah. and life sentence yeah. guys and stuff like that. Yeah. Never getting out and they don't give a fuck. I did know some guys in there and... I think I would have been okay nah. as far as Big Sandy, but who knows, man? Penitentiary, I don't think, you know, you maybe, know, as well not. as I think. It's not even just that 
you you're not gonna know people. It's just that nobody can just put once they know what happens. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's somebody's want to make a name for himself. Maybe in the penitentiary. Yeah, maybe, so. that they had nothing to lose. I have another friend that was a cop, and he ended up leaving the camp because he got caught with a cell phone, and they put him in a um, a high a high. Put him in a penitentiary for cell phone from a, a camp. No, not a penitentiary. Okay, like it a, was a high, like Edgefield was. Okay, like Edgefield. Okay. I don't know. I must have the wrong word. Whatever Edgefield was. Yeah, well, well Edgefield was a, a, yeah, it was a penitentiary, technically. Well, yeah. I mean, they yeah, had... Either way, things. he went there to wherever he was at. And they, he was a Puerto Rican guy. He was funny. And they made him join a gang when he got there. Because he was... I've talked to him since, and uh, he was great. But he's like, they made me join a gang and all this <laughs> stuff. And I was like, well, how'd they handle that you were a cop? He was a cop. He used to take from drug dealers and sell sure. to other drug dealers. So he's like, they didn't care. They came to me and said, let's see your paperwork. And he's like, well, you ain't going to like it. And they're like, uh, why are you a pedophile or something? He's like, no, but I used to be a cop. They're like, we don't care about that. Yeah, well, because you're not a, a cop now. Because he was a stand-up guy again. That's what they told him. Yeah. But I feel like it might have went that way. Or somebody might have wanted to make a name for their son. Yeah, that, that's what I worried it about. It could have been like that. But it's anyway, like, you go into yeah, the, you go into the prison. You go, you get, you get processed. And you got to go up to the camp now. Yeah. Now, when you're taken up to the camp, do you have to check in with a guard there? When they, when they take you to the camp, yeah, you go check in. To whoever's say, hey, running I'm the camp. Here, right? blah, blah, blah. And they, they do they assign card. you a, a bunk? Yeah. Now, what, when you go in, it's a dormitory style living. It was an open, like, barrack style. It'd be like a gym and uh, with a bunch of bunk beds. I think I had 120 people in there at that time. Okay, so but, now what happened? Did you have any incidents? Yeah, I did. A couple of incidents happened. So when they were taking me Is out, this the first day? First day, day one. So it's 2.30. They made me stay in this, uh, like, suicide cell, like a concrete cell with nothing all day. Eh, no big deal. It's, it's part of it. So they take me out. They don't take me out the front. They take me out the side door. And I'm like, mm, this don't seem right, you know, because I know how the thing's going. You know the system? So they took me to the sally port to let me out, which was odd. And uh, so the sally port's got two gates. So one opens. You go in. It closes. And in the guard shack in there... There was a lieutenant and three other officers and the guard that was doing the Sally Port. So there were three other guy, guards. That was there. five total. Then they started shit talking. Oh, they started shit talking yeah. to you? Yeah, they were like, oh, okay, boy, how, how do you think that worked out good for you? What do you think about this now? And just, you think you're a tough guy, you think you're this. Now, wait, before, yeah. I, I, you're going through, what's going through your mind? Is it saying, like, fuck I, I you? Know. Like, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. But didn't you think, like, these guys think that, like, you know, the odds are one of them were fucked up in some way or not? 100%. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, just the odds say that, you know? I yeah, don't, I don't 100%. know. 100%. And now here they are trying to act. Oh, they were trying to egg me into a, a confrontation, and they would have beat my ass and threw me right back into SIG and up my custody, and then that would have been that. Yeah, and then you wouldn't have got that. On the bus I go. So you shut up. You did I the shut, right thing. I shut down. I Good just shut you. down. I just did the old turn the switch off. Good for you. Like I said, when I was walking in, I said, all right, you're on the clock now. It's time to be serious. And so then that, now they, they don't get you going. No, I didn't. I didn't fall for the bait at Great. all. Great. I mean, oh, was I pissed? Yes. Yes, I was pissed. And you're thinking these fucking assholes. Oh, man, this guy, they called him John Wayne. I don't even know his real name. He ended up coming up to the camp one time drunk. Um, they had a party on the premises. And he comes up there with two of his idiots in the middle of the night, flips on the lights, throws trash cans around. Just because he's a dick. Just because he's like, campers are 
this or that or the other. He, he wouldn't, ain't worth he, crap. He wouldn't have did that in a penitentiary. No, of course not. <laughs> he would have got killed. In a camp, they're going home. They're going home. They don't want to make it worse. There, nobody there is probably doing over five years, most likely. Right. No, no, they're on their way out. There are guys I met there that were at the penitentiary, and they got declassified down. Sure. But to be at a camp, you can't have violence. At least this is how it was 2007. It, it was what I remember. You can't well. have a violence charge right. and you can't have any kind of sex charge right or you can't oh, it definitely can't have over 10 years yeah the, the time that's yeah. how some of the guys yeah you have to break down like i never could get to a camp because of my violence there was four guys there that had been in real penitentiaries and stuff yeah they were lucky to get down they because did. they were probably drug dealers oh uh, probably yeah likely. because the violent like my violent crimes wouldn't have classified yeah. me for it so you get there yeah, Gary. So, so yeah then the guy that picks me up he ends up being a doctor um in real life he was a heart doctor and he was named manny he was a man man another, another man yeah we know him, man anyway <laughs> so uh the uh this man he was a very kind person he was a nice guy he was the town driver and he's like okay we're going to the camp i'm an inmate just like you uh, blah blah blah. He takes me in the dorm. He's like, "Don't be scared, so many. I'm not scared at all. I just want to get this done, man." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And so it was right there, almost at count time for the four o'clock stand-up count. I had done went through all of this stuff, and uh, with the John Wayne guy, I wanted to just say, "John Wayne, I will beat your ass, man." But I know, I know that feeling. It would have been bad. Yeah, and you know it's not one on one. No, they would have swore me. I would have got white lighted. You would have been. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> you would have fucking been bounced around. And no, you know, you then know, they would have well threw me back in the penitentiary, and sure. I would have got bounced. But, Absolutely. Uh, so uh, count time, and they had liver that night. I remember it. Liver and gravy. This is your first day in there. Day one, first hour. I'm in there. Which liver, I like liver and gravy. So I'm like, I'm you're it. rare. I was hungry. I know <laughs> most people, but I do. I like it. Um, so I go in there and eat, go back to the unit. And there's hardly nobody in there. After it opens up, everybody scatters and goes wherever they're going to go. There was maybe some a few guys in the back. But up front, there was a guy sitting in my chair. And so I walked up to him. I was like, maybe he don't know that's my bunk now or whatever. Because it was in an open TV area, too. You know how okay. they had the TVs on the wall? Well, I never you know, was like into a camp, but it looks yeah, like a military area. thing, right? Yeah, but the TVs are on the wall, like in a common area. Right, 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 right. That's right, how right. the TVs were. Okay, there. gotcha. And, uh, you know, there's one black TV, one white TV, yeah. one general part, whatever. Spanish TV, Spanish TV, Spanish TV black, and one like sports that. TV. And one sports TV. Right, yeah. But, yeah, you could watch sports on any channel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, my TV was, or my bunk was right there and it was annoying. I ended up getting moved. The guy, he just looks at me and he says some out of the way stuff like, yeah, it's my chair now. And oh, you tell him, hey, that's my chair. I said, hey, that's my chair. I want to, you had to stand on the chair to get up on the bunk. Sure. I wanted to jump up there and go to sleep. And I just had this issue with these staff within an hour ago. I was already hot and he made the smart comment and then, I let them hands go, man. He got a two-piece and a couple. Bop, bop. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. That's what yeah. happened. I, I, now, I didn't you, hurt him. No, no, I got you. So you hit him. and he, he, I hit him three times. You hit him three times. Beep, he, beep. Yeah, beep, beep, beep. He just like gets stunned. He, goes, uh, he was fuck? stunned and hauled ass, man. And he, he left. Yeah. And did that like cement that, hey, this guy's going to defend Pretty himself? Pretty much. Uh, there was nobody that seen it but this one guy. In the TV room was a tall black guy. He was from D.C. He was stealing from where they make the money, the mint. Oh, wow. He was stealing from there. That's what he was in prison for. So this guy, I'm like, am I got to fight? You don't know who's who. And who's no, what. no, no. You're in and, there. Uh, the guy turns around and watches it. And he turns around and looks at me. He goes, 
like they have, he did, and then turn the, the guy was an asshole right he was known we found out later this guy was a big asshole i have a friend eric he eric it used to bunk near him and the guy would uh always be staring at him eric wrote on his locker quit looking at me i'm not gay or something like that because that guy was such a butthole to everybody but right so now now you, here you do your time you get into a groove do you not yeah definitely it was easy i knew how the system worked um was that a big advantage that because you yes. were a guard? Yes. I mean, obviously, you know what I mean, really, how a guard. No, I don't mean guard, like we all know how count goes on. As far bullshit. as being a guard, knowing what's going to happen during the day and what they're thinking, yeah. And as far as on the inmate side, like you say, 18 years, it was a, uh, you, you're I, you physically in a prison. Your body's in a prison, even if you're working. It's something like four and a half years over that time not counting sleeping hours no, yeah, yeah. and you know we you know how we hung out and talked so you learn everything right. you like know. we again i often tell my my audience that there were good guards that saved my life and there were yeah. guys that made my time a lot easier and there were assholes yeah. that were fucking jerk off it's like that everywhere right but and no it was simple to so you you fell into a groove yeah you I, knew kind of what advantages do you think being a guard had Knowing how stamps work and how the the oh you knew how all yeah, the economy, all the economy works. works knowing that ahead of time was a big advantage. Oh yeah, I never thought of that because so, I knew it. Yeah, of so the first night I walked around, I noticed they had a poker game, which I'm, I'm not bragging, but I'm just really good at poker. I just am. So the you know, day, I'm gonna invite you to my card game. Well, you welcome to it. Sure. Okay, because right. we we play a lot. All right, I don't play anymore. So well, much. now you can come. Yeah, I will. But um. So I knew they had a poker game, and I was like, well, that's good. I was going to the commissary the next day. I had put had my brother put 500 on my account to set me up. So Just that, to let everybody know, you, you, when you go to prison, you, you, have to, you don't bring money. You have to have people send money to right. a specific place, and they then credit it to your account, and then you could spend it on a commissary right. and your card. Go ahead. They don't let you bring anything in. If you bring it in, they'll make you mail it home, right. your shoes, everything. Anything, they, right. Because it's a scam. They want you to buy your shoes. Uh, you know how it happens. You know, oh, isn't it great know. to hear it, the yeah. truth? So Go ahead. that first night after that happened, it wasn't my guy that was sleeping under me said, what happened with you and the guy? And I told him, and I'm sure you know, whispers, yeah. you know how it goes. So I didn't have any more issues like that. And one of the guys that ran a store... Um, I was going to the commissary. The let very let, let me explain, everyone. A store. Uh, I think if you haven't heard my, my my shows, they have what they call store men. They literally will buy a bunch of stuff off commissary and sell it to you. You, you have to give three. For, you borrow two honey buns. You got to give three back. Whatever deal you work out. Whatever deal you work out. So, so I just wanted. I knew I was going. And to you the, knew all this. Yeah, I knew everything See, about it. He had yeah. an inside track because he was a guard for so right. long. He knew how this stuff worked. Well, that guy ran the book also at the time and. It, there was another advantage I had. I have a friend that collected money for a booking, and I, I actually called him that night on a cell phone. This guy's cell phone, the store man, when he found out. He's like, well, can you, you tell me You mean a cell phone? You mean in the prison? Yeah, he has cell phones. They phone. had cell phones? Yeah, everybody had a cell phone, just about. Well, they didn't have them when I was in prison, and they sure <laughs> didn't have them in the penitentiaries. You'd lucky yeah. if you get one or two. They, were, they were in Jessup. For they sure. were. Oh, 100%. I talked to two guys in Jessup on a cell phone when I was in my halfway Wow, house. see, it's changed. What Boy, they were hot with them when I was yeah, in. Yeah, no, they were everywhere. Because, I didn't have one. I, hand of God, I didn't have no, one. No, I'm saying, when I was in, you know, first of all, cell phones weren't yeah. even that common. I mean, when I went in, they had the brick phones I used to tell people I used to beep them with. Do you remember the old Motorola yeah. phones? 
But uh, then, of course, smaller phones yeah. come and come and come. But uh, So what I would do, though, is just if I wanted to use a phone, I would pay a guy to use his phone because it's cheaper. It costs almost 300 bucks to talk on the regular phone if you use all of your minutes. It's ridiculous. Yeah, 300 minutes you it's got. It's 300 bucks almost if you use up all your minutes. And so I would pay a guy that had a phone to use it. It was a lot cheaper. And then he had to take wow. the risk of hiding it. So, But that's a great day. I didn't even think that's a black market right there. Yeah, of course. Guy gets the phone in and he gives people the number. You know. Oh, yeah. Wow. And there's a lot of cell phones. A See, lot. I didn't even a know that. A good chunk. Uh, like probably one out of every six people probably had a phone. And now, yeah. uh, do they ever come and shake down in those Yeah, camps? but you can't find this stuff where there's guys that their hustles hide in spots. They have stuff riveted and little secret drawers everywhere. now let me ask you a question as a former guard mm -hmm. obviously because i you know you know me we hid so much shit mm -hmm. in prison it was i can't even remember thousands of books right. of stamps and pasta i talk about yeah. on the channel and everything else yeah and shakedowns we'd get pissed when we'd lose 10 pounds but i still had 30 pounds in yeah. the units and all that bullshit. that's why i went away with tubs yeah uh, did it? Did you know how the guards looked at things better? In other words, you know what they look for that you could say, "Man, this is not a good spot. This is how they'll find it." Yeah, and no, um, you think you know stuff as a guard, but you don't really know. Um, good question. There's good. a lot of hiding spots that never dawned on me as a guard. Like I said, one guy's hustle is he hid stuff for people. And it would not get found. Right. No, no, absolutely. We had a, a spot. If it got found, this one. he had to pay you for it. In a door. We actually had uh, the door handle pulled off and in the door on strings. This we guy had false, uh, a false drawer made and it was riveted in. He would get the tools and stuff and hide them and... It was up under something. It looked like a piece of uh, Nobody metal. could find it, yeah. No, unless no. somebody told on him. Right. I'm sure in a camp, though. You know what? Actually, this was a weird camp. There wasn't as much ratting as what I was used to. I knew where Jessup is. There's tons of rats and stuff. And, uh, this and we're camp, talking human rats, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this this camp was different. But I don't know if what it was. The culture there or what? There was a lot of mountain guys there. A lot of guys from Ohio there. A lot of guys from Louisville. And... They were cool guys, man. They I seen fist fights and a guy they had a lock in a sock war one time at the camp. Really? Yeah, these in guys a camp? Get, yeah. But here's how, how it would go though. They get busted up, but there was two doctors that were doing time there. Two. Manny, I had a friend who did time. Manny the heart doctor. doctor, and then it was a general practitioner. And they would they had stuff to sew you up with super glue and popsicle sticks and zip you up and it wouldn't leave a trace. After the first fight I saw, I was like, well, I thought I was going to get locked up for deep, deep, deep. Yeah. <laughs> but I kept waiting for it to come, and it never came. Thinking and, you were going to get snitched out. Yeah, Here they come. They'll you know. go to the phone bank, and they got a little secret number. They oh, call oh they drop notes. Remember yeah, in my day, the they were dropping notes in the mailbox. Even in your day, they had the secret number to oh, call. Oh, did they? Yeah. See, I didn't even know yeah, that. Act, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, they act like they're calling their family, and they're like, yeah, Walton's got this pasta up here. Oh, I'm sure they told on me a lot. I'm sure. But, uh yeah, so that's how that went. And, and they never told. They never told. So that you got lucky. So you had cell phones, you had stuff, and your time as a guard helped you kind of know the system. Know the system. And what to expect. Um, I, like I, I was saying, I was going to the commissary the next day, so I went to the guy and made a deal. I didn't want to be in those khakis that are uncomfortable, and I didn't want to wear those brogans. I get shorts. So I was like, I'm getting some used stuff, and so I got this way cheaper. So I made a deal with him and got a used warm-up suit Sweat suits and, a, and, and a used pair of tennis shoes. And shorts, and I was good there. everything. So I had extra money, 
to spend. So then I'm like, I got to attack this card game. And <laughs> I so love it. I did you buy stamps when you hit the yard? No, I wanted to attack it as a simpleton. So what I did was I had money in my account. So the store was the next day. I bought flat books from the commissary like a square would do. Right, right. Three of them. You, you know, can I, only buy three. I think I got more than three. Well, when I was in, you can only buy three. And maybe. You, I don't know. That's all you it can buy. It like I got four or five. Oh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I don't know, man. Or maybe it camp's different. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe know. I'm wrong. Maybe. Oh, okay, it don't matter. It don't matter. Anyway, I got flat books. So my plan was, I'm going to go play in this game, and I'm going to lose these flat books because I'll look like an idiot with flat books to start with. Because, like you say, everybody knows to get used stamps, too. They're cheaper. And that's what I did. I sat down at the table, dumped my money off along and along, played good enough to stay in the game. Because poker is a conversational game. You can make friends playing poker and carry on all kind of weird conversations. Oh, absolutely. Keep it weird as crap and uh, laugh and play. So you played, you lost on purpose. On purpose. And then what I did, um, I bought some, I made a deal for some, you know, stamps. discount stamps. Yeah, what he's saying is like a book of stamps when I was in, and Gary went in in 2007 when I got out. When I was in it, you, you buy a book of stamps, it was $5. And no matter what, even though the stamp's 33 cents, it was a $5. They're a quarter, or a stamp. So a book of stamps is $5. But if you bought 20 books, you can buy 25 books for $100 on the street money, they call right. it. So you'd say, hey, listen, uh, I'll send you $100. Give me 25 books. Right. And I used to sell them when I had so many books because that's right. how you get and convert your books into money. So Gary did that. Yeah. He knows the system, obviously. Yeah, that's what I did. And you though. did that. So I went and bought some uh, stamps to really now I'm going to go play for real. They think I'm an idiot. So I played for real and we you win. And I start winning. And they're like, oh, you Because they would call you. They would be like, this jackass, he... He's playing like an idiot. He's calling with a two and a four or whatever yeah. before. And that's a strategy right out of a Dole Brunson book, actually. Yeah, that's To right. do that, to dump if you don't know what's going on. And then when you make your play, exactly they, right. they'll think you're, you're being an idiot right. and you're hard. You got it good. You you you, you portray being either either yeah. very aggressive or, or not know what you're right. doing. That's right. Uh, poker is a game of some luck, but there's a lot of strategy in poker. Oh, absolutely. There's odds, and like both of us so being let, used let to... me get this. So here you are in the prison. You start, you got a hustle going. You're making stamps. Well, that's what I did. I, I started winning stamps, and so I started, I won enough where I started selling them. Now, were you getting visits? Yeah, they tried, my family was very good, all of them. What they did was staggered them, so I would basically get a visit from someone a month it wouldn't always be my wife and daughters they came three times it's that, so far yeah oh no i understand that you know me they transferred me all over the country so i know that mm -hmm. that feeling so here you are you get in you're done you, you're kind of in your groove yeah I'm in are you getting group. nervous when you get like i i know the feeling i had after doing yeah. 12 years but what was the feeling when you, that excitement of getting out has got to be you know it was um i wanted to be able to earn money when you got out. When I got out. Because get I, a job. Yeah. You were worried. Were you worried about yeah, that? I was very worried. Right you know, being a so. felon now. and they, you It know. was very difficult. My hardest time of any part of this was the time after I was out of prison. You can go and the recidivism rate is so high. And you 70 up, something percent. You made all these contacts with these guys. You had prior contacts. You're doing your community service. So they're all guys out there that are local criminals. And it's very easy when... I'll tell you what I did in a minute, but 
Um, nothing illegal. I had to work two fast food jobs to make up the Good money. Good for you, man. I, I, you know how I respect yeah, you. Yeah, I know. You did what you had to do, man. But as far as prison, though, I had that going. I had a guy that could, um, he would take care of my laundry and stuff. You know, it was his hustle. <laughs> you, 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 like, yeah, I tell people I had a, I had a house, man. Yeah. And I had to no, no, it's just part of doing it. business. Like, you have bills on the street. Like, Absolutely. And I worked in the kitchen, and I knew I could get stuff from the kitchen, so I would get vegetables. So and you used to like, sell vegetables? No, 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 I, I, just for us to eat. Oh, oh, oh. You you didn't have that hustle? No, I had a good friend, Rock and Troy. They were really good friends. And Troy worked in the food service warehouse. And the penitentiary gets better food, as you know. They get so he, he, okay, he, he, okay, now you, you're ready to get out, correct? Later, yeah. Okay. But let me say, what, Troy what? stole steaks for us and all oh, oh, we, I tell about yeah. stories. I had guys just put steaks on yeah. the fat guy everywhere. Troy I mean, kept us fed and Rock. And Rock made his blueberry wine or uh, black blackberry wine everybody made wine too yeah but, but i'm getting ready to get out well he's getting ready to get out we're gonna hit that in the next video and that's gonna be him out of prison so i want you to guys stay tuned we got a great video of him getting out of prison so everybody stay tuned but let me tell you something make good choices you don't need to be uh thinking about prison in the wrong way don't think about it if you have some issues you can know how to always get a hold of people uh, thanks for watching. Make sure you subscribe, pass these videos. And the next video is going to be Gary when he gets out. Here is a guard that was with me as a guard, now a prisoner. Now he's getting out in the next video. Stay tuned. Here it comes.